live from the capital of the Commonwealth, this is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Sing, Bob. And I'm proud to be an American <laughs> Where at least I know I'm free How and good I is that? Come on, people. You don't stand up and get chills and all of that. Come on now. It's 4th of July weekend. My neighbor next door already has like a dozen... Uh, those little flags out in the yard like i can't compete with that i don't have that many to do that but that song will be playing on our porch this weekend while we play cornhole and while we play pool and while we play darts all of that i don't have horseshoes but if i did we'd play that as well and i'm not going to get caught up well maybe a little later i'll get back into that debate because derby bill's killing me on DM now this afternoon. You and he have teamed up, AJ. I know you have. Way to back me up, Derby Yes, Bill. he did. He did. He, he absolutely did. All right, like I said, I'm not getting distracted by that. At least not yet. We're going to eventually because we're wide open in the 5 o'clock hour. Hope you're with us in the 4 o'clock hour. That's where all of this started. If not, you will pick up very quickly on what we're talking about. We are wide open. Bob Black with you here. AJ producing in our ESPN Richmond studios, 804-327-0888. Um, I know it's NBA free agent time. It starts at 6 o'clock, as you just heard Doug Brown say on the ESPN Sports Center update. We'll get into some of that as we move along here in the 5 o'clock hour. But I'll go back. So the lead story today, and it's been talked about, you know, everywhere in sports uh, because it is how we consume our sports information, our sports entertainment, is, you know, the list of names. And there was no official list, by the way. ESPN wasn't about to do that. So they laid off a lot of on-air talent today, if you hadn't been with us up to now. I think it's going to be upwards of 20 uh, people today. Now, here's the deal. Because uh, I, I do want to do this little exercise with, with AJ and myself here. Um, they're all going to get paid. They're all going to get paid whatever's left on their contract. I would say almost all of them will find a new home in sports media if that's what they want to do. Uh, they may move on to, to other careers. But it's a who's who's list for ESPN, it's Jeff Van Gundy, it's Max Kellerman, it's Keyshawn Johnson, it's Susie Colbert, Jalen Rose, um, Matt Hasselbeck, Todd McShay, the former uh, Richmond Spider, LaFonzo Ellis, uh, anchor Ashley Brewer. Another name that just got added to the list, David Pollock, College Game Day, uh, one of the hosts there, uh, Jordan Cornette, uh, uh, Jason Fitz is on that list as well. All right. Uh, and everybody's been talking about it. If you've been on social media at all today or just been talking with your friends, everybody has been talking about it. And like I said, um, the media doesn't normally cover the media, but I think in this case the media is covering um, the media. Um, and, in fact, this is going to lead into what I want to talk about. I had a text today, those of you who are long-term, long-time listeners, from my former co-host, from Andrew Wallace, from back in the day when we were the Black and Drew Sports Huddle with uh, Andrew Wallace and, and yours truly. 
and he basically said, he went over my head with his text talking about Google Analytics and digital marketing and all that kind of thing. But Andrew basically said ESPN would probably be out of biz if it wasn't for SEC football, the NBA Finals, Stephen A. Smith, and Google AdShare. Um, take any one of those away, and legit, I think the brand could fold. That's what Drew said. Uh, and that's what he would have said, wow. and he's still been the, yeah. And he actually, he, AJ, he, he finished that up by saying, I'll Venmo you five bucks if you say this on the air on my behalf. <laughs> so I just did. So sooner or later, I'm getting the five bucks on Venmo from him because I'm going to text him back and tell him I did say it. Um, but that's getting to my point here, AJ. Better make it 10. We're, you're rolling the dice there. I know. I, I did on that. I, I I didn't say that. He said it, not me. Um, but it's getting to my point. So you don't you haven't been around long enough to know this, but uh, we had a good thing going back when Andrew and I co-hosted this show. I'm not bragging about that at all because he carried it, um, but we had a good thing going, and at least we thought it was, and it was a lot of fun. He was a casualty of the pandemic, honestly. And, you know, we had to make cuts at that point in time, and unfortunately he was one of them. He's gone on. Uh, he lives elsewhere now to bigger and better things. It's all worked out great for him, which is kind of my point of, you know, all these other people. It's going to work out fine for them moving forward. But, AJ, ever since um, Andrew left, and we literally were co-hosts. We, it wasn't like you're co-hosting and producing at the same time. You do a great job of that. But, you know, Mitchell Bradley was our producer, and the two of us were the co-hosts. And ever since the pandemic – I've been begging, begging whoever would listen to go back to having co-hosts again. I want to share the microphone. When Sean comes in on Thursday, you know how much I enjoy that, and I kind of light up like a Christmas tree. I love that. I want to get back to co-hosts. And for a variety of reasons, it hasn't happened. So maybe you know where I'm, I'm heading with this. So, AJ, if you look at this list of all these ESPN people who are now out of work, who do you think are, like, the two or three that would be really good to co-host with me? Like, I want to, like, can we just call them and say, look, you got nothing to do. Come co-host the show. So, you know what's funny? Like, what? I instinctively want to go a little humorous or, or a little favoritism on who I like. Like, for right, me. I got three. I got a top three. So, go well, ahead. For me, so, so for me, it, I love Jalen Rose. I think he's amazing, but okay. I think he'd be wasted on this show, you know, for, for, for good reasons. I'm going to be honest with you. This is sort of like, this is a producer hat. This is like yeah. my fantasy producer hat. Yeah. I'd go for Fitz. I would bring. I I know that there's like other people and whatever. I would go for Fitz. Like if I wanted any one of these people, I I think Fitz is. Uh, yeah, that's my choice. You're amazing. You are 100. I should have written down my. I have three. I'm gonna give you, and they're in no particular order. But I will start there because he is one of my three. He actually is now. He he did a weekly deal with us. For quite a while, actually. So I got to know him on the air. We, we don't know each other off the air, but I got to know him on the air. Um, and I think he has other interests that would really help me, like his musical background would would really help this show because I'm not a big music guy. And I and he's you know, plus a sports guy, opinionated, educated. You nailed that one, AJ. Let's get Jason Fitz to co-host this show. It could even be, you know, the Jason and Bob sports. I don't, I don't even need top and, billing. And then we'll get Freddie Coleman on Border to Border. Well, he's got to be on with Matt. Will, yeah, everyone yeah. will be. It, it'll be a perfect utopia on the yeah. after hour. Yeah. Now he still has a job, as far as I know. So Freddie's Freddie's all right, but but um, yeah, I, Jason Fitz would be on on my list. Here are the other two, 
And these are favoritism ones, but I also think they'd be fun. I really do. Uh, Todd McShay, because he's a spider. So I got I got to get my spider. I should have said that. For yeah, sure. right, right. He's he's a spider. I remember him when he was here. He never wound up playing for Richmond. He went right into the business that he's in now. You could see that coming right away. And you know we stay in touch from time to time as well. So he he'd be on my list. And then I've always wanted a female voice on this show. So who better than Philadelphia native Susie Colbert to co-host this show, right? She might move back to Philadelphia. She could actually do it from Philly with me. How great would that be, AJ? So I, I love Susie, and she would have actually been my number one, but I can only take so many Philly people. <laughs> so no, Susie, yeah, uh, send the application, but uh, we'll call you, okay? <laughs> now, and remember, she started out doing more than just the NFL. You know, she was an all-around anchor for, for ESPN. And I loved her tweet today about how proud she is that as a, a female in that business, she withstood the test of time. I think it's like 35, 36 years that she's been doing it, which is absolutely mind-boggling. All jokes me. aside, she would be great, and like it really made me go, you need a female co-host. I, I've been saying that for years you don't. Mitchell Bradley probably isn't listening right now, but somewhere like his back is hurting because the knives are going into it, or he's just laughing so hard his stomach is hurting because a week did not go by when he was running the show here, and you know his hands were tied too. And I'm not blaming anybody. I get it. You know the financial industry is what it is right now. Um, don't you know. mess with my coaching tree, Bob. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Um, and he's laughing because, I mean, a week did not go by that I didn't say, come on, man, let's get a co-host back on this show. We we need it. And a female co-host would be, you know, would be great. So Susie Colbert's on my list. Todd McShay is on my list. And then Jason. I, I'm amazed that you picked Jason Fitz because that was kind of the one out-of-the-box one for me as well. So there you go. All right, those are the three that if we could have a co-host for the sports auto, anyone. I, got a, I actually got one more idea. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm going to introduce him right now, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard you guys talking about the news today. Whoa, no, AJ Bob, I would love that opportunity, but I'm just not sure. I mean, Bob and you guys and AJ and Rob and Matt, you guys are too sharp on your game, man. I think I would. Bring it down a notch. No, so I, I, I'm not certain if I could accommodate. Maybe, See, maybe. As, as AJ said, uh, Jalen Jalen Rose would be out for me, but you would handle the NBA talk. You 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 would have a role on this new formed sports huddle, Bruce. I would welcome that opportunity, guys. And and Bob, though it's 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 somewhat ironic today, AJ and Bob, that I'm actually calling to talk about the perfect game, which hmm. was pitch. And, 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 Bob, you can help me with this. Um, I understand the young pitcher from New York only threw 99 pitches for the entire game. So that's an average of 11 pitches per inning. Because everybody is swinging at the first pitch because they don't want to deal with the pitch clock. I go back to my original premise. But, yes, Domingo Herman you know, came out of nowhere because he'd been terrible, Bruce. He, he really – I mean, he was, like, going to be out of the starting rotation for them or who knows what. 
and then he throws a perfect again against a terrible team. But who cares? You throw a perfect game, you throw a perfect game. But he did it against the A's. But yes, ninety nine pitches to throw a perfect game, amazing. And, and, and AJ and Bob, I would yield this. I'm in total agreement when Bob made the comment earlier this week. The hardest part of any sport is hitting that baseball. I'm in total agreement. Playing at Matoka High School, it is quite hard to make connections with that baseball. So regardless of how bad the A's are playing, I think they had beat the Yankees the prior night to the one. Um, these are still all pro athletes. And to throw a perfect game with no base on balls uh, and all everyone who came out came up was struck out or flying out or fielded out or what have you, but there were no bases on balls. I'm still, that is quite impressive, even though, you know, I believe there have been 24 or 26 other no-hitters or perfect games. Perfect games, yep. Absolutely. No, it's always a great thing when it happens. No no doubt about it. No matter no matter who it's against. And you're absolutely right, Bruce. It's a major league team, major league game, no matter how bad they are, really impressive uh, to do that. How would you enjoy your game? I know you went to see the Reds and Orioles, and you saw your Reds win, right? What a game. What a game. What a game. Uh, <laughs> extra innings. Uh, we came out after giving up a 3-1 shot in the eighth. Uh, and no scores in the ninth. We came out in the tenth, top of the tenth, and we went to work, guys. We put up four, and the, the Oreo fans could not have been better. They really could not have been better to me. Uh, there were a couple of us there with red paraphernalia on, and the Oreo fans were just great, man. So great game, great weather, great game. Well, that you know, those are uh, two of the great baseball cities and fan bases, and I say that thinking that I'm from one as well, as you well know. But Baltimore <sighs> and Cincinnati – stop it, A.J. Baltimore and Cincinnati and the World Series that they played in and all of that brings back great memories, and it's good for baseball when Baltimore and Cincinnati are both good, and they are both good this year, and who knows where they might uh, – might wind up. Give me a minute here, Bruce, on what to expect out of free agency here that starts in 45 minutes in the NBA. I anticipate a lot of trades, guys. I just anticipate, and and not the the typical team-to-team trade. Because of this second apron issue, I anticipate two to three teams' trades will be more of the order. So I would not be surprised if we're talking 76ers land where you would see a big move, not only on Harden, but maybe with another big player, but it will take three teams to accomplish. That sounds logical, yeah. Huh. And, and you're you're in that camp of uh, better for the Sixers that Harden goes elsewhere, right? Or not? I am in that camp. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Bruce, right. continue your heat uh, hot pick takes and tell Robert that he's going to get both Lopez and <laughs> Dame Lillard. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's going to be quite an interesting move because I do see Brooke Lopez going to Miami. <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer. Well, they can't get Dame if they get Lopez, right? Or can they do both? Is that even possible? And what do they lose? Well, luxury tax is more of the, the, the talking point on that. You know, they would 
obviously because of some of their contracts, the Tyler Hero contract, they would be above the luxury tax. So it's just a matter of how they want to work the numbers. They would have to give up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So the Sixers going to get Dame instead of Miami? Stop. Oh, boy, wouldn't that? I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That would be an upgrade. Here's a hot take. If the Sixers get get Dame, they go to the finals next year. Oh, you sound like Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, guys, y'all enjoy your holiday weekend. You too, Bruce. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm telling you, it's Robert and Bruce. Heat <laughs> culture. That's the show. Well, Reggie's coming. Believe me, Reggie's Reggie's going to follow suit here before too long. Wow. And and Bruce was done with us this afternoon, wasn't he, AJ? That's it. He's probably got to go make a sales call or sell a you house. Know, do something. Bruce and Reggie are so good with understanding our show's format and everything. Yeah. And you and me both know that we've got like a long hour, so we we can play around a little bit. Yeah, yep. he, he totally hosted the show for us. <laughs> I'm not very good with that because I'm way behind again. So let's uh, let's put you to the test here, AJ. Let's start to get caught up, uh, get you through the rest of this five o'clock hour of the sports huddle. These are this afternoon's top sports stories. I'm sure you'll be fascinated by all the uh, stories you have to tell. This is today's Drive Home Headlines. Brought to you by James River Air. If you're not confident in your heating and cooling provider, switch to James River Air. You can save up to 30%. Check them out online at jamesriverair.com. All right, this last story that um, uh, my good buddy Doug Brown, who I haven't seen in years but used to cross paths with, uh, hosting the ESPN Sports Center update, kind of snuck in there at the end. This San Diego State not going, not leaving the Mountain West. They had submitted their letter of resignation a couple of weeks ago telling them they intended to resign from the conference. I guess if you're a lawyer and you read that that verbiage, intend to resign, it leaves you some wiggle room not to. So back they go to the Mountain West. They're not going to the Pac-12, which it appeared is where they were headed. The Pac-12 still very much in disarray, obviously losing UCLA and USC, the Big Ten, uh, next year. They don't have a media rights deal. And and San Diego State, I don't know what happened to them. And what the, I assume the Mountain West now just welcomes them back. Or maybe they never officially left. I don't know. But there's there's a little bit of the changing landscape that's not actually going to change. And remember, tomorrow's the day, July 1, in which the changes that were going to happen will actually happen. I think it's 14 FBS teams that are going to move conferences that, that will be moving from one conference to another. But I thought that was kind of interesting. San Diego State backpedaling and will not leave the Mountain West. Um, all right, the other big story we've been talking about today were all the uh, departures at ESPN, forced departures at ESPN, the terminations, the layoffs of a lot of popular talent uh, at that network. So we've been talking an awful lot about that this afternoon. And then the NBA free agent period that we just talked about with Bruce uh, begins in earnest at 6 o'clock tonight. We'll be able to talk more about it next week. All right, we are uh, totally open the rest of the hour, uh, so feel free to join the show, 804-327-0888. That'll get you on the air. It's also our text line, 327-0888. On the baseball front, as we mentioned, Braves and Marlins tonight in Atlanta, first and second place teams in the NL East. Braves with a six-game lead on the Marlins going into that series. Michael Soroka back off of rehab assignment and uh, the IL 
gets the start tonight for the Atlanta Braves. The Phillies uh, will host the Nationals, another National League East series. Josiah Gray pitches uh, tonight for um, for Washington. Christopher Sanchez, spot starter for Philadelphia. As I said, the Nats just won their last two road series at San Diego and at Seattle. So that's on the docket for tonight as well. And real quick, the Orioles. Let's see, what are the Orioles doing this evening? Oh, there's one game this afternoon. I know, i got to get the commercial. Uh, Cubs beat the Guardians 10-1 to today at Wrigley Field. They did play an afternoon game at Wrigley. It was just that the Phillies didn't get an opportunity to do that. Minnesota is at Baltimore tonight, uh, 7.05 start at Camden Yards. Wow, it's 5.21. Figure this one out for us, AJ, when the sports huddle returns in a moment on 1061 ESPN. But something touched me deep inside the day the music died so bye bye miss american pie drove my chevy to the levee but the levee was dry and them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye singing this will be the day that i die all right, now look. This will be the day that I die. I love that song, you know, and it's American culture and American tradition. But are you pushing the envelope a little bit if you're trying to tell me that's a patriotic song, AJ? Come on now. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, what, are we to- what qualifies? I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that, but I don't think that song does. I love that song. Wow. Robert told me to play it. Then it's patriotic, I guess. No, I, 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 I don't know. That, I love the song. Is it, is it I'm maybe? I'm just not sure. It's, it's in my playlist for the 4th of July. Oh, it's, Put it that way. you know what? This could be a generational thing where, like, for people my age and maybe down, it, it was more of a patriotic thing, whereas around, it was just a song, maybe, when you were young. You know what maybe. I'm saying? Yeah, possibly. Because, like, there are songs now that are commercials for like iPhones and all that other stuff. And that's right. what they associated for. And I'm like, yep. and they think it's great. I'm like, that's just this. So yep. maybe it's, yeah. Again, love the song. It definitely has American tradition in it and culture. I'm just not sure it's the patriotic song that is in my 4th of July playlist. So. All right, Putin. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what, in Charlottesville right now, they're playing the good old song, there's breaking news out of Charlottesville in the sports world, and you know the good old song, Old Lang Syde. To the rest of us, they're blaring at the top of their lungs this afternoon. And when we come back in just a moment, there's an American tradition. The Radio Tees will tell you why they're blaring the good old song in Charlottesville because there's good news for Virginia basketball. Tell you about it when we come back. Bottom of the hour break on the Sports Auto 1061 ESPN. His words can move you. Seriously, they can pick you up and carry you across the room. Or maybe that was the poltergeist again. Hmm. Big Al is live weekday mornings 8 to 10 on 1061 ESPN Richmond. You know, I do feel good when I hear this. Me too, because it's a good old song, if you're a Virginia Cavalier. has nothing to do with patriotism. It's not a patriotic song. 
But they are playing it in Charlottesville today, particularly in the men's basketball offices. And by the way, I stumbled across this story all by myself, Derby Bill. I know you DM'd it to me about, I don't know, a half hour, not even a half hour ago, 20 minutes ago. But I didn't even see your DM until just now. So I stumbled on this one myself on Twitter. Thanks to Jerry Radcliffe, actually, the Hall of Famer, jerryradcliffe.com. Virginia has won a critical men's basketball recruiting battle. Four-star point guard Christian Bliss committing today to UVA. And the Cavaliers won out over Miami, which obviously is significant in the ACC. Villanova. Uh, which is going to be really good this season with its load of transfers and Xavier, so that's a um, that's a really good get. Um, he's from Newtown, Pennsylvania, suburb of Philadelphia. Everything comes back to Philly eventually. That really had nothing to do with this story, and I would be telling you about it no matter where the kid um, was from. So um, that's a huge get for Virginia uh, to start their class or include in their class of 2024. Uh, that was just announced um, today. Six foot four point guard, rated number seventy two overall prospect in the nation, number eleven point guard in the country. So he's he's up there, and um, you know I think he had some time last week or so because I saw some tweets and social media about it. I think Ty Jerome uh, got heavily involved in the, not heavily, but did get involved with him. Maybe they were both in Charlottesville at the same time. Uh, Jerome now with the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, yeah, he was there. Uh, Jerry Ratcliffe wrote, uh, was there during Bliss's official visit last week. So how much better can you get than that? Virginia, you know, calls out everybody to get the kids. So that's a good get um, for Virginia. I don't do a lot of that recruiting stuff. Um, and there's been a lot going on lately. Need to do some more of it, actually. Need to get one of our recruiting experts on, particularly in football, because there's been a lot of movement with Virginia and Virginia Tech. But this is a good one for Cavalier basketball. Again, Christian Bliss, four-star point guard, uh, who Jerry said is Virginia's top recruiting target in the class of 2024, and they got him. So it's going to be a very happy Fourth of July weekend there in Charlottesville for Tony Bennett and and his staff. Um, all right, so that was kind of our our breaking news of the afternoon. I guess we need to throw a little bit of breaking news in there because we haven't had much breaking news today other than the ESPN story that we've been talking about. We've been uh, off on a lot of tangents this afternoon to include our, our like or dislike for cornhole and or pickleball as well and horseshoes. And you knew Derby Bill would side on the, the, the side of horseshoes, AJ. Come on, being the horse guy that he is, of course he would. And I would 100%. Play. You got to ch- but you got to chase the horse down to get the horseshoe in order to start the game. <laughs> now that would be a fun game. That I like that. That's like the XFL version of of horseshoes compared to the NFL. So that that would be fun. That would. Uh so whatever your plans call for this holiday weekend, uh, have a good time with them and uh be safe as as you're doing that as well. All right, we got about 25 to go on the uh, sports huddle for a Friday afternoon. Again, we'll remind you uh no show Monday. That's a, it's a weird kind of funky time for the holiday, right, with it being on a Tuesday. So, you know, you kind of got Saturday and Sunday anyhow and just kind of bridge it with Monday, and you got a four-day weekend out of it. And, you know, I think that makes sense. I think even, like, the financial markets are only a half day on Monday. So if they're taking half the day, a lot of us can take the full day on Monday. So we are here at 1061 ESPN. None of our local shows on Monday – 
And we are, of course, off for the holiday anyhow on Tuesday. And then um, I think the morning guys are off on Wednesday. But Matt and I will be back on, on Wednesday afternoon uh, kind of to wrap up to wrap up the huddle. Uh, all right, a couple other things we want to get to. 804-327-0888. Speaking of being on the leading edge of things, I couldn't help but chuckle. And, again, it's going to be a little more Philly talk, but it's also kind of Chicago talk. Um, remember I mentioned last week I was kind of up in arms the Phillies were playing three games at Wrigley and none of them were in the daytime. And apparently a lot of other people had the same thought because uh, there was a lot on social media about, you know, the Cubs not playing as many day games as they used to. And it had something to do with other activities in Chicago this week, one of which is the NASCAR race is in Chicago, and it's in the streets of Chicago this week, which is, I think, kind of a cool thing for NASCAR to be doing. I'm not sure everybody really felt that way about that. And, again, I need to get – should get one of my NASCAR experts on. One of the guys that I follow – pretty closely that I've been talking about over time um, from Yahoo Sports. Uh, did a little bit of a column on that this week. Jay Hart is the gentleman's name. I, there is a Jay Hart in the media world here in Virginia who I worked with in Richmond. He's now in Charlottesville. Um, it's not, not, the same, not, the, not the same Jay Hart, but, but his, his perspective was called NASCAR can't hardly wait for Chicago's street race. So they're, they're running in the streets of Chicago this weekend, which is which is pretty cool, um, and you know, NASCAR, I hope they're not on the South Side. Uh, I don't know where they are, um, actually, but it is a street race, um, road course race, which I think is is kind of neat. Um, I think there's some people in Chicago who think it's a little bit dicey um, that it's not really going to be as good as you might think it is. Of course, they've taken up. Uh, you know, you know Chicago pretty well there, AJ. What was that? Do you know Chicago pretty well? Uh, decently well. It's the one city I know the least as far as the major one. All right, so they, uh, they're they doing this at Grant Park. Have you ever heard of Grant Park in Chicago? I know Lincoln. <laughs> Not Grant. <laughs> it stretches along Lakeshore Drive. Okay, just to give you, you know, the GPS. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah. Uh, and they've been there for two weeks. I mean, you just can't set up on a Friday and run it on a Saturday. You know, you need some time. So, obviously, they've displaced a lot of people because of that for the two weeks. But they are expecting around 150,000 people uh, this weekend to, to watch it. Still, the finances apparently aren't that great for the city of Chicago from what I'm reading here. This is very reminiscent of the city of Richmond and the deal with the old uh, Washington Redskins now commanders. Uh, and the race is on Sunday. And I do think it will draw an audience, and that's kind of what NASCAR is trying to do here. They need they need the eyeballs. So maybe take a peek at that as part of your Fourth of July weekend is the road course race, I guess, in Chicago. But it, it had something to do with why the Cubs played night games this week as well, although they did play a day game uh, today. They should have been playing day games all along because those three night games didn't go very well for them, and they got back to playing day baseball today, and they, they won big. This afternoon, the Cubs played the one-day game on a Friday afternoon. They beat the Guardians uh, ten to one. This afternoon, they'd been playing pretty well until those fighting Phils got there um, and and swept them of, of three games. So anyway, you got the NASCAR race in Chicago this weekend. You got the Cubs home this weekend as well. So these are these are big doings. At least the White Sox aren't home. Uh, they're out in Oakland uh, this, this well. Weekend. That means they're home. 
<laughs> yes, it does. You're right. For whatever people will be there, uh, there'll probably be more White Sox fans than than Oakland fans. Oh, Chicago. That's the place with the inferior pizza, right? Yes, it is. The casserole that they call pizza? Yes. I, oh, wow. You're hitting hard on that one. What? The, I, but I'm with you on that. I'm not a big Chicago pizza guy either. Like, I'm, I'm more a New York you know, kind of pizza guy. You know what's funny though, and and they they'll disown me, but I do love a good Chicago dog. Uh, which which means what now? What's, oh man, what? like the jalapeno, the tomatoes, the I think it's a poppy seed bun, yeah. like over the New York. Oh, it's so good. Huh? What's your uh, what What's your Fourth of July go to then? For- We're talking pizza and hot dogs. What's What's on AJ? This could have been a whole segment. What's on AJ's grill so for the Fourth of July? Well, okay, so so on my grill constantly is steak, steak, steak and burgers or whatever. You. But I'll tell you what, I gave up processed meat a long time ago because it's destroying all of us. But I love a good hot dog, and mm-hmm. Fourth of July, it's hot dogs. I'm with you. Um, now, what do you top your hot dog? See, this is sports related. For people that are saying, "Oh, there they go again," not talking sports. This obviously is sports related. Fourth of July, it's baseball. It's at the ballpark. You're having the hot dog. What's on your hot dog? All right, all right. So it's definitely onions, peppers, Good. if I can get it, and a ratio of a ratio. of yeah, a little more ketchup than mustard. Oh. All right, and check this out: condiments under the dog, between the dog and the bun is the I way like to go. That. I like that idea. And That's then, good. And then relish is cool. I, I can take it. I can leave it. It just depends. But I definitely got to have onions, hopefully peppers. But if not, I can take it or leave it. A little bit more ketchup than mustard. Oh, you lost me there. I'm good on the onions. I'm good on where you put it on the on the bun and the dog and all that. Uh, no ketchup. Got to be mustard. No ketchup. Got to be yeah, onions. Uh, sauerkraut. You do ever do sauerkraut on a dog? Yes. Yes. That's so good. sour. Pretty much sauerkraut. I'll do a Chicago dog. I am not the chili and cheese guy. I think that's insane. So there's a place down at the Outer Banks, out on the pier, where you would think you know just go for the shrimp and the oysters and the seafood. Best hot dog I've ever had. Probably because I'm sitting on a pier in warm weather with an ocean and a beach, but it's the best dog I have ever had, and it comes with sauerkraut. And chili, to your point, I asked them to put the chili on the side so that I can only put a certain amount on it. Because a certain amount of chili on it I like, but I don't like it to overwhelm the hot dog. Sauerkraut and chili. Oh, Those are like yeah. two different directions. Yeah. I don't think you can do both, right? I do both. That's, that's, and I'm going to try compliment. That. Try it. Right, okay, sauerkraut it. for sure, though. <laughs> and see if we do it at the ballpark. I don't think you can do that at the ballpark. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. You get anything else at the ballpark these days. Uh, maybe you can. All right, let's get our last break in here. Uh, we're raring to get into this 4th of July weekend. I better get that grill fired up. And I'm a traditionalist guy. I like hamburgers and hot dogs for 4th of July for sure. All right, let's wrap it up. We'll do it with a recap of the sports talk from today and get you set for the weekend and what we got coming up. One more break before we get to the holiday weekend, 1061 ESPN. On the go and thinking Braves? Well, keep us in mind. Follow the Atlanta Braves as they battle for a sixth straight division crown here on 1061 ESPN Richmond.
I can just let this song go until we get up to 6 o'clock, man. I'll be waving the flag out on my front porch with that song in the background. Well done, AJ. Uh, we did not really plan for that in our pre-show production meeting for all the patriotic music, but we got it rolling, and I like it. That's a, that's a good that one. That one was to- Lewis. Well, well done, Lewis. You're on board now. You're part of the A-team. And uh, that's one that's great with the fireworks, to go back to that. So one thing I was, you know, one of my pet peeves in the summertime, it's even Matt Joseph's as well, is base, Major League Baseball teams that don't play on one of our, you know, American holidays, quote-unquote, Memorial Day, Labor Day, and Fourth of July. So I'm just scanning the schedule real quick. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four. We got them all. All Major League Baseball teams are playing on the 4th of July next week. Hallelujah. That's about as patriotic as it can as it can possibly get. So there you go, uh, including the Braves, and we will have coverage of the Braves games uh, all weekend long. In fact, that's, that's our primary play-by-play programming this weekend. Uh, you'll get lots of ESPN talk, particularly about the NBA and free agency, which is at 6 o'clock tonight. It kind of starts and goes from there. Uh, well, the Braves series against the Marlins, and the Sunday night game is Giants at Mets Sunday night. And, again, just to remind you, we're out on Monday as well, along with Tuesday, so a nice long weekend here. You got anything else for me on the NBA uh, free agency thing? I know Bruce kind of gave us a, a nutshell of it or anything. I, I guess they're, they're saying there's not going to be a whole lot of movement, at least at the outside here, AJ. Am I right about that? Oh man, everybody's got their takes. I personally am just sitting back. I I don't I think this is just to keep the slow season, like just to have yeah. talk during the slow season. I don't think anything's going to happen until closer to the season. Yeah. I, I I think you're right on that. I think there are a couple of big names out there that we can keep our eye on, but other than that, um, I think you're probably right about that. So anyway, that's uh, officially opens in about 10 minutes. I'm not sure what we really think is going to come. Uh, from that, but you'll hear ESPN programming up until Braves baseball tonight that'll keep you updated on that. Uh, you getting a chance to go out to the kickers this weekend? They're home. I'm going to try. Yeah, right. Tomorrow night. I got yes, the fireworks. Sir. I got the. Uh, I'm I'm going to try and steal a ticket uh, down on that. Uh, what is it? Party perfect. The party oh. perfect section. It's uh, like a little VIP section. You get to watch the fireworks. There's a few adult beverages. Nice. Did I just lose you? What was that? Oh, there you are. I thought you cut off on me. No, you're good. Uh, so that's the red, you white. You want to come? Um, probably not, but thanks for the offer. <laughs> you know, I'm over the fireworks. I told you that already. Uh, <laughs> red, white, and rue celebration, right? That's right. That's against, right. Against Chattanooga. That's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at City Stadium. It will be a great time. We have done a great job. The kickers have done a great job, and the squirrels have done a great job all year long, but particularly around the holiday, uh, the 4th of July. They do great. Of course, as we mentioned, the squirrels are sold out again for, for their game at the Diamond Tuesday night, for their fireworks as as well. Uh, well I hope you get out there, and I hope you get to enjoy that on, on Saturday night as part of the 4th of July weekend. You're going to be uh, there Tuesday, right? Uh, will I be there Tuesday? Yeah. At the Diamond? Yeah. I don't know yet, actually. Uh, that's a good question. I wouldn't mind going uh, to that, to be honest with you. After all the railing I just did on fireworks, I would go for that. Yeah, that's. I'm going to try and get the kickers game on Saturday with the fireworks, and then I'm going to try to meet you there uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> that's the plan. And we will try all the dogs, all the combinations. Oh, now that sounds good. 
Now, now we're in on something. Although, you know the one thing I actually hate? I hate that hot dog eating contest. Yeah, no, it's because it's not a hot dog eating contest yeah. if you're watering the bun and right. all. No. Right, yes. I am not a fan That's of That's like steroids and home run hitting. Exactly. Oh, I saw Mookie Betts uh, said he'll he's going to do the home run hitting contest that's at the All Star break. So that's good. Yeah, no, they got some big names that are going to do that. Um, we'll we'll talk more about it. We got time to talk about that coming up uh, with the, the starters announced in the All Star game and the home run uh, con- home run derby and all of that. We'll get to that uh, next week when we get past the fourth of, Fourth of July holiday. All right, wrapping it up again. Um, as we said, NBA free agency starting at 6 o'clock tonight. Keep it tuned here. ESPN will have updates on that. We have Braves baseball for you all weekend long. They've got the Marlins in town, uh, which is the second-place team in the National League East. But as we said, they're you know six games back of the Atlanta Braves. But that's a three-game series that starts in Atlanta um, tonight. I was just looking to see the Braves are in Cleveland over the 4th of July a holiday next week just to kind of update you on that as well and then uh, the espn layoffs was our other really kind of big story today with the big names that are out at espn it's their third round of cuts but the first round in which we would really identify with many of those that are that are out at espn and one of the things espn spun it as saying it's a hope so that a lot of behind the scenes people who don't make that kind of money will be able to keep their jobs at ESPN. Uh, we'll see about the fallout of all of that. But like I said, uh, from what they what they did say, and they were pretty tight-lipped about it, which makes a lot of sense, um, those that are out will receive whatever's left on their contracts. So from a financial standpoint, many of them should still be okay. And as I said earlier, most of them, you will hear their voices again and, and see their faces somewhere in the sports media platforms that if they choose to do that and then you will get introduced to some new uh, less paid um talent at espn moving forward i thought aj had the best point of all though is that the veteran voices that are out had the most access to players coaches general managers that sort of thing so we'll see where journalism winds up on that one tough way to start their fourth of july weekend ultimate respect to all of those at espn it's never a fun experience or exercise hope it was fun for you today this afternoon it was for us aj thank you appreciate uh, all your input today enjoy the fourth of july weekend to all of you enjoy the fourth of july the fireworks be safe be happy uh, be patriotic this weekend and we will talk to you wednesday when the sports huddle returns right here on 1061 espn happy fourth of july weekend everyone Hey there, Richmond. It's Breeze Airways, the